Welcome to the 108th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Woohoo! Oh yeah. 108. <laughs> and that was that. that okay. Yep. yep. That happened. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm I'm still shocked that, you know, we're still doing this. Chugging along. <laughs> I'm still shocked people are listening. I'm shocked how far behind you guys are. <laughs> I mean, Wait, I'm, now you're ahead of us? I'm well, confused. Uh, this is podcast number 348. I don't understand. Oh boy. Goblin years are really interesting. I apparently. <laughs> I was going to ask what our next milestone would be. Would it be 150 or would it be 200? What are we what are we looking at here? I'm I'm a look to the future kind of gal, so let's uh yeah. No, I think it will be 200. Okay. All right. I think 200's our next major milestone. And I started to think, like, how many episodes are we going to have of this show? Yes. So, so we're we're in book three. So we are halfway through the published books. When, when we finish it, right? What? I'm sorry. When, when we finish book three, because there's six books. Yes. And we are <laughs> about eh, roughly half ish way through book three so we're at like the half of the half okay and it's taken us roughly 108 episodes to get here now as we go further along in the books uh the combats are going to take longer which i know is kind of a terrifying thought yeah (laughs) but that i mean i'm just looking at some of the stats in book six and i'm like oh this will be a two round episode like if we're lucky (laughs) And then others be like, this is a 25 round. Yeah. Just with hit point numbers and abilities and things like that. So I want to know, what does everyone think our final episode total count will be? No Price is Right rules. One dollar does not count. Well, I think I'm not understanding the question. (laughs) But then again, I'm not very clever. (laughs) Do you think episode 436 is going to be the last episode? Do you think Hmm. episode 513 is going to be the last episode? What number do you think is going to be the last episode number? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to say a conservative 350. Okay. 350? Okay. I like that. Four. 400. (laughs) No, no. No, no, no. Just four. Just four. four. Is this in common math or is this goblin math? There's only one math. I, I don't understand. I mean, it's easy. To, it's easy to win this when you make up your own numbers, and then you're like, "Yeah, that was four. It's true. <laughs> right? Like I could just say blue and be done with it, right? Like if, if you had established that your numbering system is different for twenty episodes, or whatever. <laughs> don't tell them how the trick works, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> um. Hmm. Okay. We've heard three fifty. I'll go four hundred. Why not? 400? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a bit much, but sure. What do you think, Heidi? Uh, 429. All right. I'm going to go with the math. And if we are really halfway through book three, then we should end at about 260 episodes. Okay. See, this is why we have Matt around to be logic brain. Okay. So what you're saying is we need to pepper in a few more, like beach episodes and uh well we don't win anything by <laughs> by being correct yeah we do oh okay <laughs> i missed that bragging rights and prestige exactly uh-huh. thank you <laughs> hi is like she gets it she and gets what, it <laughs> wait wh- why did we buy a new minivan uh i thought that was the prize mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know if we did ever you- get to the point <laughs> where we're like First off, if we ever get to the point in the world where conventions are a thing again, mm-hmm. and then if we ever get to the point where like we can go do like a live thing, you best believe we're getting a minivan and we're oh, carpooling awesome. there. That sounds gross. Oh, <laughs> the combination of like Cool Ranch Doritos and uh Slim Jim farts. Oh, Slim it's gonna Jim be. Farts. It's gonna be horrendous. I, I just mean like the minivan part. Like, why not? I don't even know if they exist anymore. 
But why not like a full out conversion van? Like those were, I remember in my youth back in the 1800s, those were a thing. Mm-hmm. Like where, where my friend and his sister and his sister's friend and their parents and I would go camping and we'd go in the conversion van. And there was plenty of space for two adults and four preteens. I'm I'm pretty sure, according to YouTube, that uh, they've all been converted into tiny houses and people are doing hashtag van life. <laughs> I, that is very possible, and it could be that just the four miles to the gallon they probably got has made them not viable as, like, a thing to produce. Yeah, but I, I remember those. Uh, clearly, it's not a thing that you would want to drive around all the time, but for a, a long road trip, you know, a minivan, I feel like it's too small, too cramped. Like, there's no way to stretch your legs out for, like, a long journey, but I don't want a bus, like... They were a cool, like, mid-range. I'm thinking we either go, and I'm going to date myself here, we either get, like, a monkey's bus, like the, the TV show The Monkeys, where, where we get a bus like that, or we find somehow a, a VW wagon oh and, like, the Grateful Dead, like, Deadhead fan style roll into places. <laughs> what about what about we just go find, like, some kind of abandoned 1970s Class A motorhome? Oh, yeah. Like a Winnebago with a big W on the side or something. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who did that for a LARP, actually. He, like, refurbished an entire old motorhome and would drive it up for, for LARPs. And uh, it, it did help that said LARP was a post-apocalyptic style thing. <laughs> so... You know, but yeah. We'll we'll and we'll name it Ooze Wanna Bango. That's what oh. we'll call it. Yes. <laughs> Don't take a black light in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take any lights in there. <laughs> it's okay, baby, we can just feel around. <laughs> oh. That's right. <laughs> that's that's my ooh impression. <laughs> she gets me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we last left, you guys had finally made it to the mysterious sunset imports. You spoke with the current owner, Sidrani Varsnil. Bless you. Thank you. And you found out that she was very unhappy that the Scarlet Triad had come to take over as well. You still don't like her, but, you know, she's in a kind of a a tight situation. So she left and let you into the back room. However, you also did something that was absolutely amazing, and you split the party. (sighs) Ooh and Twin Talon went around back to try and sneak in and find out what was going on. They got in and found a large man with a club speaking with what looks like one of the, the, the same type of demon from the ship and started fighting there. Meanwhile, on the other side of this storage facility, Knife Sword, Brianna, and Soraya came in and looked around and saw a giant what you found out was a stone golem with lazarite infused into it. And that was blocking your path. No matter how you tried to get around it, it started to attack you. So now we're into this split combat where Knife Sword, Brianna, and Soraya are fighting the stone golem. Ooh and Twin Talon are fighting two people on the opposite side of the storage house. And there is a citizen tied up in the corner near Twin Talon and Ooh. But before we get to this situation, we're going to do something that I have done a lot of in this story, but I think is very important. We're going to go back in time into a lovely little flashback. Oh, no. I only say, oh, no, because I know I'm going to have to find the sound now. (laughs) (laughs) yep we're gonna go back in time six years to 47 13 and it is spring and we're going to see the lovely beautiful quaint little hamlet of breach hill you guys remember breach hill Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. good 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 and there we're going to see a 18-year-old Brianna. Hello. This is, you know, a little bit after your family has moved to Breach Hill. 
And we see Brianna toiling away in front of the forge at Soldado and Sons Armory. Fucking assholes. I mean, yep. And we see her working in front of a hot glowing forge making some armor. When suddenly the bell to the front door of the shop tinkles and a man boy a 19 year old man child teenager 19 mm-hmm. <laughs> young, walks young in man. a man child walks <laughs> in well yes <laughs> Brianna being the only one in the shop quickly looks up and the first thing that strikes her are these piercing green eyes oh boy and this young man, his cool baritone voice comes out and says, Brianna, are you free for lunch now? I, I do have a, a couple things to, to finish up um, before the coals get too, too uh, cold, but I, I will certainly join you for lunch, yes. Excellent. I've made reservations for us over at the inn. <laughs> I, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're, you're very welcome. It's it's the least I could do. And you see that his cheeks flush a little bit with uh, embarrassment. As are hers, but I don't think you can tell whether or not it's from the heat from the forge or that she's actually blushing. So they head off to the inn and have a lovely little lunch where the piercing green-eyed young man looks deeply into Brianna's eyes and asks what do you think your plans are here here as in this uh, this town or this lunch right now <laughs> no in the town do you plan on working at your family's shop forever they obviously don't seem to and he kind of struggles to find the right words respect your work Brianna will kind of sit back in her seat and frown as she's trying to piece together what she's been clearly feeling for some time. Don't know how to answer that. There's a part of me that wants to prove myself to them and be the one to take over the forge, since, frankly, I believe I'm the most competent there. I I don't mean to sound arrogant. I'm I'm sorry. No, it's not arrogance when... It's clearly true. <laughs> you are too kind. But there is a part of me that does miss Corvosa and, and travel, and perhaps that is my future. And I do miss seeing my my teacher, my paladin teacher, uh, Sir Andre, as well, since we've left. But this is our life now. What are you asking of me? Nothing. I just... You, you know, we're just trying to... And he's obviously stumbling over his words and trying to figure out what a- he is actually asking. You look at him and you can tell that he's starting to trip over his own words and something that was supposed to be an innocuous conversation has suddenly become more. Well, what about you, Aurelius? What... What do you see yourself since you've come from Corvosa to here? Follow me? Oh, well, and he kind of looks embarrassed. I I appreciate what you've been teaching me in front of the forge, and, and there's no way I could ever hold a candle to your, your ability. Oh, come on now. <laughs> it's just practice. I... And he stops and pauses and, and looks or looks for the word. You know my dedication and love of the order that was here previously before they left in two years ago. And I, I had always dreamed of becoming a member of them. Brianna will bristle a little bit because when they lived, or at least when she and Twin Talon lived in Corvosa, they were under the thumb of another hell knight order so she will not be as as comfortable with this conversation as perhaps was intended oh i i did not realize that you had 
love for, for the, the Hell Knights. Please, tell me more. They've left, though, and with my f- my parents being older and running the inn, uh, I fear that I will be stuck toiling this small town forever running it when they eventually pass, or... I don't know, I'm just... The future seems like there's so much, the world seems so large, and there seems so many things, and there are so many heroes that exist out there that I just kind of wish I could become one. What is stopping you? Having to run this, and he gestures to the inn. Wait, time out! (laughs) Time out! So he made a reservation at the inn... Which is his family's place. Yeah. Oh, no. He was just (laughs) totally trying to, like, trying to, like, seem like he's doing more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. That kind of guy. I love it. Um, (laughs) I feel like Brianna would know whether or not he had siblings, right? Yeah. uh, He is an only child. Fun. And your parents wouldn't want, I don't know, your happiness first? If if they're so elderly? And is it something that they want passed down from generation to generation? Is this something that perhaps you can sell to someone and you can be off and do your adventures? Perhaps have something to come back to? Selling it would be possible, but it is such a... And he kind of looks embarrassed. Lucrative business venture that it would seem like a shame to get rid of it. I almost want to roll sense bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perhaps somebody can, I don't know, take care of it for you until you return. Possible. Possible. And he kind of looks dejected and looks down into his salad that he's eating. <laughs> no. Aurelius, talk to me. What What are you thinking? How can I help? Well, you said that you missed you missed Carvosa. And, well, like you said, there's there's a citadel, Citadel Varid, near there. And I was thinking if you wanted to take a trip over there and maybe I could see if they were taking on squires and or or whatnot, but I know you have such a, a pass with the Hell Knights that I don't I'm just conflicted. <laughs> I do not know what you wish to achieve, what good it would do to learn about this order, especially for all the evil that they have done, all the hurt that they have inflicted. Are you sure this is a path you wish to take? The order, the the law, and yes, they're misunderstood, I feel, but I don't know. You know when you grow up idolizing something or someone, or and that's what you dreamt of doing your entire life? When then suddenly to have that dream up and leave for no reason? And then there's this hole... You don't know what to do. You're lost. For as long as I can remember living here in Breach Hill, the the Order of the Nail was here and wanting to be a part of that. Just seeing how well they helped us here and kept us safe during wars and 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 everything. They were really our militia and our 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 town guards. They were always so nice to us. And then you come in and tell me stories of horrendous, horrendous things that other Hell Knights have done. It's just... And his shoulders slump over. I just don't know. Brianna will reach over and gently place a hand on Aurelius's own and say, If knowledge is what you seek, if you want to know... Why the, at least the order of Hell Knights in Corvosa did what they did and, and how different it is to the order that settled here, then by all means, I, I will take you. I will take you back home. Perhaps you can meet Flynn, my teacher, and, and, uh, 
one of my oldest and dearest friends, Wootsy. Goodness knows how uh, how he's grown now. <laughs> and we are going to come back to this situation you've put yourselves into back at Sunset Imports. That doesn't sound right. I don't think we put ourselves in anything. <laughs> uh, so it is the stone golem's turn. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. And, you know, it's doing things. Stopping things. Doing golem things. Like, I don't know, it's its turn. So, <sighs> so many things. Mm-hmm. Is it good analysis paralysis and just not take a turn? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, 10 foot emanation. I don't know. Oh, boy. What? You guys don't like a 10 foot emanation? Yeah. It's just giving off light, maybe, but. Uh... It seems to be rude to emanate in a room full of people. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Don't golems typically have nocturnal emanations? Oh. No? All right. <sighs> I feel like this emanation is premature. (laughs) I need Brianna and Soraya to make a fortitude save, please. I don't wanna. Oh, wait. Okay, fine. You can take full damage. What is it emanating? It is not poison. I'm so sorry. Okay. I need Brianna and Soraya to make a fortitude save. Hmm. So. I rolled a nat one, but my total is 22. <laughs> okay, that is a double critical failure. Uh, we do get a, a hero point. Yeah, everyone has session, a hero right? point. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Would you like to re-roll that? Yeah, since fortitude is my... Mag- oh, there we go. A little bit better. 30. And what did Soraya get? Oh, I got a t- two for a 20. I think I'm also going to hero point that. <laughs> Okay, because that is also a critical failure. What a way to start. Good yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, how's a 34? There we go. 34 will succeed. A 30 will fail. Hmm. That's fun. Interesting. Let's do it. Okay. So if you save, you're going to take... So you're going to take nothing, Christine. Okay. However, Brianna, Mm -hmm. you are going to be slowed. Oh, for fuck's sake. For one minute. So the rest of combat. Ten rounds. Ten rounds? Yeah. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Okay. All right. I'll I'll keep track. Like, I'm already slow to begin with. (laughs) So this is not too terrible. Right, that's not terrible, but the 1d6 persistent damage... Ouch. Uh, is... Less good. Terrible. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah that yes. is definitely less okay. good. Okay, I mean, it could be one damage and then she rolls the 15 and that's it. So who's to say? Right, right, right. Uh, and it, it is necrotic damage, just so... Gross. You guys know. Uh, and if you have anything that resists necrotic damage, then you can. Um, don't believe I do. I don't love necrotic damage. It's not like I'm a necrophiliac or anything. <laughs> okay, I quit. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> okay, that was its first action. Oh, now the good thing is I do have to roll 1d4. Oh, until it can do that again? Yeah, yeah. Three! Three rounds. All right. Okay. That's great. Great, 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 great. So I'm also going to take a reaction. Oh, boy. Because somebody took damage? No. No, she hasn't taken damage yet, but she did become slowed. Oh, no. Haya. Yes, sir. Can you please give Brianna another fortitude save? (sighs) Here we go. 37. That is a regular success. And honestly, that is the worst of the two. Oof. Uh, and then this stone golem for its second action is just going to punch you straight in the face, <laughs> Brianna. All right. Or attempt to at least. 33? Uh, will hit. 
All right, let's do some beautiful damage. Oh, for fuck's sake. 26 points of damage. All right. As the the stone golem's fist lands squarely in your face. Oof. And for its last action, it's going to turn to Soraya and punch you. Um, I can't because I haven't acted. Wait, no. Can I no, act? This is, you can we're, act. Yeah, we're in this the middle of two. All right, well, whatever it rolls. 24 versus Soraya's AC. It does miss. My AC is a 27. Oh, <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Okay. Knife sword, it is your turn. Well, that happened fast. I'm trying to figure out, would, um, I guess maybe Mage Hand, would Mage Hand be sufficient enough to push that crate from behind the golem onto the golem? Yeah, so that is a good question. I'll say yes. It is an athletics check, though. All right, I'm going to go for it. So I'm going to, okay, and I'm going to try to cast Mage Hand on that, on this crate behind him. All right. Give me an athletics check, please. Is that part of the cast, or is that separate? That's to knock over the barrels. Okay. Oh. Oh, boy. What you get? A 15. So your mage hand pushes on the barrels, and nothing happens. Oh, no. (laughs) Now, I have a question about that. Because he's using, he's not using his own physical strength, he's using Mage Hand, would he get a bonus like, like if you're untrained, you'd still get your strength bonus, right? So would he get like his charisma bonus to it? And would that matter? Uh, Knife Sword's charisma bonus is what? Uh, five. Plus five. So that would be a 20. It's still not enough to push it up. Okay. But that is a fair question. I appreciate that. Next up is... The camera swings over to Twin Talon. So, if you would refresh my memory, which is the one that we came in and fucked up? Was it the demon? Yeah, the demon is real messed up at this point. So, uh, Twin Talon will continue the assault there. Okay. Against this flat-footed demon. Uh, That is a 39 to hit. 39, because it is flat-footed, is a critical. All right. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, piercing, ragged wound. The target takes 1d6 persistent bleed damage in addition to d- taking double damage. Hell yeah. So we'll see if this even matters. Hell yeah. Come on. Come on, Twin Talon. Okay, plus, I can't imagine he doesn't have debilitating strike on him. Yep, you definitely put that uh, on him last Okay, time. so that is base damage is 32, so that's 64 damage with the crit. Woo! <laughs> okay. He's still standing. Okay. Ha <laughs> But there, there is blood pouring out of everywhere. So it's just a matter of time is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, wait, you're saying he's still standing after all this time? Yes. <laughs> he's still standing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than he's ever been. That's a lie, though. True survivor, though. Um... So, so this is a random question before, Matt, you make your second attack. Uh-huh. Is it Icker or Icor? I, I would say Icker. 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 Okay. So the reason I asked that is I was listening to another podcast and they were like, What? And Black, black Icor starts dripping out. I was like, what the hell is Icor? I'm like, I don't think I've it's, ever heard Icor. It's Icker, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So as Twin Talon stabs in, opening up a gash in this creature's stomach, blood st- and Icker starts to pour out of them. What would you like your second action to be? Um, man, I wish I knew what his hit points were, but this is not how the game works. So uh, it's probably better for me to finish someone than just to spread damage around. So I will attack again. Okay. I mean, you don't have to. You could stab Ooh if you really wanted to. I mean, I would prefer not to have that happen, please. She just got all of those cool uh, temporary hit points. How's 34 to hit him flat footed? Uh, 34 will hit. Just regular? Regular. People have stupid ACs. That's what I have to say about that. So, I take it back. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. I, I just, I had to look because I'm a language nerd. Um, apparently, the American English uh, pronunciation is Icor. And the British English is Icor. 
Oh, so, so the proper way to say it is icker. And then we <laughs> here in the States go, yo, it's Icor. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, as a Canadian, I don't think you can just stand on that pedestal. Uh, let me let me just point this out again. I am the only one in my family born mm. in the States. Okay, anchor baby. I am an anchor baby. Are you hearing on an I-Corp baby? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, how much damage did Twin Talon do? Uh, on that non-crit that he just did, he did 42 damage. So, you know what's funny is your two hit is how many hit points he had left. He had 34. Oh, jeez. Nice. So, you kill this slaver demon as you do. Did you say flavor demon or slaver demon? Mmm, slaver. Okay. I totally heard I flavor, heard, too. I heard, I heard I excited. Heard flavor. <laughs> it's actually the Kool-Aid man. It's the Kool-Aid man <laughs> demon. Oh, I thought it was just the emissary to Guy Fieri. Yeah. Hell yeah, I thought it was Flavor Flav. <laughs> I, I just thought, yeah, I was thinking Flavor Flav. As you as this demon dies, you hear him yell, Donkey Sauce! Okay, great. <laughs> you have one more action. Yes, I do. Um, actually, I have two actions. So, uh, for my first, I'm going to move Twin Talon up and around this dude to allow Ooh to be flanking. Because I don't think I'm going to hit with my third attack, but I can give Ooh a plus two. Okay. All right. And then with my last action, which has to be taken with my pterodactyl self, Tesani will start moving. Okay. Wherever 60 is, yeah, that's where she's going. She's just trying to stay. She's trying to circle around. All right. Ooh, now that this, this guy is flat-footed between you and Twin Talon, I don't like his chances. But it is your turn. It is my turn. Let's fuck a bitch up. Let's go. <laughs> Glad you added up because knowing ooh. <laughs> she just like spider monkey jumps onto his back like watch out. Just starts like hopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, and I guess that's what she'll do. She'll like try to spider monkey jump right onto his back and just start like punching him in the head. Okay. I love it. Is she raging? Oh, she should. Of course yeah, she, she is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just... It's been so long since we played, I just don't remember. So. That's, yeah, mm -hmm. a whole week. Yeah, a lot of things have happened in this week. 31 will hit. Yay. Marsh? 19. All right. He takes 19 points of damage. Yeah. Let's try that again. She, can, 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 can it be like scenically, like I really do like jump on his back and start like pounding him in the head? Yeah, I'm yeah. done with that. So. Yay. <laughs> Although this is a human and you are a half orc, so you are taller. So you, by you jumping at him, is just kind of like it, it's it's less effective. But you are able to like punch down on his head. Yes, I'm so tall. I'm so tall. Who's gonna start the UFC? I love it. <laughs> Nineteen. That will miss. All right, but I'm just so excited. I just so I just gotta hit him again. Okay. Try again. <laughs> Because why not? 25. That will also miss. Wah. Okay. All right. So this person who you have started to punch in the head looks at you and grabs his great club and will swing directly at Ooh. She's got wild eyes. She doesn't care. <laughs> that is a 40 to hit. Critical. Ooh! Oh, jeez. So this club, this great club, swings in, cracking Ooh in the ribs for 44 points of damage. Yikes. Now, this great, this great <laughs> club has the ability to shove, and then they're going to use another single action ability called Pummeling Fury makes a great club strike and a kick strike. So second great club at ooh for a 22. Fail. And a kick with a 28. Success. Alright. For another 18 points of damage. Goodness. She's She's got wild eyes. She's just laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's their turn. 
They kick, or they swing, swing, and kick. Soraya, the golem is in front of you. It is indeed. Just laid out some some damage on Brianna. Ouchie. She does not look too good. She looks a little little green in the gills, if you will. Interesting. You're you're more concerned that she has gills than anything. Uh, I'm gonna first say, Brianna, I'm sorry. Um, and I'm uh-huh. I'm gonna shove you. No. Okay. Why? Because I'm about to use a thunderstone, and I don't want you to get caught in. <laughs> unless I can, oh. unless I can, uh, yeah. Every every creature within ten feet of the space has to succeed on a fort save or be deafened. So unless you're okay being deafened for a turn. I mean, what's the worst kid that could happen? Also, are you? I wonder. Does your bomber ability work here? This, like, if the you splash is different than because it's sonic damage. Oh, okay, yeah, so there is splash damage, but there's also deafening bang. <laughs> that's what I was looking up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's gonna take a couple steps back, so she can she's gonna step back about ten feet, which puts her just outside of the range of the thing, and then she's gonna throw a thunderstone, a lesser thunderstone. Where do you shove me to? Um, I mean, if you're okay being. If you're okay being within the, the splash zone, as it were, or the, the boom zone, I won't. Sure. Um, so my athletics is also one. I don't know if I could move you if I tried. That's <laughs> yeah. also true. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, I can't be like, Brianna, move! And then, like, sit around waiting. Right. Um, does a 25 hit this thing? 25 will miss. It'll also miss Brianna if that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. No, um... I don't have another hero point, do I? Damn it. Nope. Um, okay, so I moved. I threw one. I'm going to try again and hope I roll higher than a seven on the die. Okay. Second thunder. Thunder! Thunderstone! And nope, I rolled even lower on the die. Got an 18. That is a critical miss. I was afraid of that. Please draw your card. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, so, there, so usually it's bomber spell. This one just says spell. So would it be that or ranged? Um, let's do ranged. You take a minus two circumstance penalty to range attacks until the end of your next turn. Okay, not terrible. Uh, not great. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Phantom Wind. Which just kind of all seems right. to go with the theme of what we've all been talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna, it is your turn. Now remember, you are slowed, which means uh, you reduce... You have, one you fewer have one fewer actions, exactly. So you only have two actions. I thought that was stunned. Hmm. Uh, let me check. Oh, no, it's in the chat bar. You have fewer actions. Slow always includes a value. When you regain your actions at the start of your turn, reduce the number of actions you regain by your slowed value. Oh, okay, so slowed, slowed, yeah, slowed and stunned are, like, annoyingly similar. Slowed is, like, yeah, stunned is... You lose X many actions, and it could be over multiple turns. Right. Okay. But since this is for a minute, you're going to lose one action for the next ten minutes. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Right? It's really cool. I liked it. Um, I think all I really can do is just smack with my scimitar and raise a shield, and I'll keep taking the the, the tanking, because that's, that's what I'm here for, so... That's what you do. Okay. So I'm a smack with a 32. That will hit. Cool, cool, cool. That is 16 points of damage. Okay. As your scimitar strikes into it, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It, the stone takes away some of the, the damage of that. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a very slow chip, chipping away situation. Um. What what is your scimitar? Is there any properties added to it? Made out of anything special? Um, it is. I mean, it has a disrupting rune, if memory serves, but I don't think it's necessarily made out of anything. Okay, cool. That's what I wanted to. to know, any special materials? Not that I remember. Is it adamantine? Is what he's asking. Mm-hmm. I wish, but no. Nor is it cold iron or whatever. 
All right. Or blue steel. Like blue Zoolander. steel or, yep. <laughs> and what is your second action? Raise my shield. All right. Shield has been raised. Look, see, I'm skipping your third action because that's what the rules tell me to do this time. Do I have to roll for something? Uh, so you take damage? three points of damage and you rolled a 10 to recover. All right. Top of the round. This golem sees a target in Brianna. And it is go Hello. going to fist you. Oh, consent, please, sir. Do, do 37. Not Fuck me. Yes, it hits. Does that count as consent? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, so it is 22 physical damage and 8 negative damage. Uh, I'm getting fucked up. Um, what does my shield do? I know I have a sure. reaction. Uh, yes. Yeah, so she, so your shield does a couple things. So remember, you can snap off uh, a slim jim. Yep. <laughs> so I'm gonna snap off a slim jim. Oh yeah. You can snap a spike off of your shield, and it will reduce the damage by six per spike. You have a total of five six, spikes. Uh, five spikes. Yes, thank you. And does the remind me? Do the spikes cause damage? They do not, unless you shoot them. Lame. You can reduce all that damage to nothing, basically, for this turn. Uh, let's let's keep a couple of them on. I don't mind taking some damage. Okay. Let's see if I can. So if the spikes do any damage to it later yeah okay i don't so, know so you reduce uh, how many spikes do you would you like to break off two two so. i don't know so that's going to reduce <laughs> the 30 by 12 plus the hardness of the shield right minus the hardness of the shield which is six so that's 12 damage split amongst you and the shield so that means you take six and the shield takes six okay does that take the Shield to no, I see the HP now. Never mind. Uh, we're good. We're it's good. It's twenty-four, so twenty-four minus six. How many hit points does the shield have? Twenty-four. The shield has twenty-four, so the break threshold is twelve. So, to be clear, I do not think you split the damage between you and the shield. I think you and the shield take the remaining damage. Is it shield block that we're looking at? Correct. The amount of damage equal to the hardness. You and the shield each take any. Ah, yes. Okay, good. Good to know. Thank so, you. Well, that being said, if they both take the damage, the shield breaks. So, right. Haya, would you like the shield to maybe take some more damage so that you can continue to use it? I mean, would you like to to would you like to break one of the spikes off? Sorry, I, I yeah. misspoke. Yeah. Yes, okay. I would rather break its spikes off before. I break my shield. Um, although I thought I had something that I can like repair in combat. Um, stupidly. Quick repair is a feat, which I have. You can take one minute to repair an item. If you're mastering crafting, it takes three actions. If you're legendary, it takes one action. Yeah. So I can spend an entire round just quickly fixing my shield to bring bring it back in the fight so that's yes, something to keep in mind i guess you're but. an expert and don't forget you also have a second shield on your back i do okay so you're gonna take you three spikes off of it instead of two yep right yep, yep, yep. so then it still works out to being six each mm -hmm. you're good gravy love it that was its first attack oh boy um let me just measure something real quick <laughs> Okay. Uh, second action is it's going to lumber forward five feet, punching Soraya in the face. And I can't. Fuck it. I'm. Ugh, okay. I'm 37. I'm just going to not defend myself and keep defending my friends because. No, it's fine. Um, That is a hit. Okay. Is that a crit? Uh, According to here, my AC is 28, so no. So you're going to take 29 points of damage. Okay. Which is broken down into 20 physical, 9 negative. Okay, I don't think I have any negatives. I don't think anyone has any negative blocking things yet. But it is Knife Sword's turn. Speaking of negative things. 
That's right. Uh, real quick, what is the bulk of the crates? Two bulk. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that changes things. I'll just have to do something that Sean loves. Oh, oh no. Do it. Sorry, sorry, Sean. If you made the box later, I could have done something different. <laughs> so really, it's your own fault, is what he's saying. Yeah. 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 I know. Where are you putting it? I'm trying to figure it. Yeah. There. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, pterodactyl, no. No, it misses. It misses, it misses the pterodactyl. Oh, does it? Yeah. It misses Tasani. Uh -huh. Okay. It, okay. So I'm gonna make a reflex save to see if if any, and I fail with a twenty-four. So I move fifteen feet to the center. Mm-hmm. Now I'm also gonna say that these crates topple, because they're they're gonna critically fail their save because they're inanimate objects, and they're balanced precariously as per the uh, the the writing of this. So I'm gonna make. A reflex save and see if I avoid any of this damage. I should. For all intensive purposes, I should avoid some, if not. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, <coughs> I rolled a natural one. That is a critical failure. You deserve it. Now let me read it to you. Exactly what these crates do? Yes. Are both both the crates in the thing fly at the goal? Yep, then? exactly. Awesome. So uh, just before where that happened, I just want you to know that when we walked into the room, I dubbed this guy Dave. Okay, so well, he's named. So well, everyone gets critical. Yeah, fails, everyone hit, Rob, so. <laughs> gets crit fails, so it doesn't even matter. So let me just read what topple crates does, and then we'll draw a crit fail card and see what happens. So you topple the crates towards a target within a fifteen foot line. The following crates deal 3d10 plus 6 bludgeoning damage with a DC 26 basic reflex save. A creature that critically fails is also knocked prone. <laughs> Any squares where the crates crash down become difficult terrain. So, I'm going to take 6d10 plus 12 damage. Oh my goodness. So that's 44 damage. Minus anything that it can avoid. Well, not avoid. But. So it's going to take that much damage. And it's going to fall prone. Oh my goodness. Knife sword. Hmm? Hero point. <laughs> yeah. Because you just saved Brianna and Soraya. Alright, you have two hero points. One which will carry over. Nice. Uh... Now, the downside, I guess, if we want to call it a downside, is there is now difficult terrain. And I'm going to put X's in those difficult terrain spaces, um, just so we know where. Okay, because that would, that difficult terrain will definitely adversely affect Brianna right now. That was only two actions. Mm-hmm. What would your third action be? Well, I mean, I can't break with tradition, but uh, magic missile. Okay, we'll be doing that uh, <laughs> at level five. One action. Oh, okay, so twelve. Twelve damage. This is evocation, force, and occult. Okay, so whew, there's a lot of stuff to to read. Nothing. It no damage goes through. Oh, okay. So it. Uh, yeah. I, I misread, sorry. Yeah. Next up is Twin Talon. Alright, Twin Talon's gonna come in with some stabs. Like you do. Do you? Do you have to? That's do you have like, to? Do you have to? I, I, I do I do like one thing on this <laughs> podcast, and that's stab people good. So mm -hmm. well, You give morale boosts to goblins having a crisis of faith. I guess. Uh, 28 versus his flat-footed AC. This one-eyed guy. Well, that is a hit. Alright, so that's 26 damage, and I'm going to give him the debilitating strike of an extra 2d6 damage on all my attacks. Okay. Then I will attack him again. Okay. That was a 27 to hit. I'm assuming that still hits. That will hit, yes, because it is one higher. Alright, and that does 35 damage. 
Jesus. <laughs> okay, he's still alive. And... Come on, go for that third one. You can do that. Come on, one more. Um, and with my last action, I am going to battle medicine. Okay. And and I'm going to uh, call to Ooh across from me. Yes, sir. I'm going to be like, hit me! And, uh... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, my. Roll is it medicine? Yes, it is a medicine check. She's going to roll medicine. Got a 16, which, because I'm just trained, 15 is my only option anyway. So that's fine. Yeah, that's uh, 2d8 healing. Uh, 16. I'll take it. Jeez, okay. If you could apply that healing, Sean, thank you. I did, unfortunately. All right. And All uh, right. that's it. Oh, wait, no. And Tasani goes. Oh, Tasani. Well, she will go, but not quite yet. Okay. Because... She will go next week. What a weird spot to end the episode. (laughs) Sure, why not? Oh, for goodness sake. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. 